This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us right now on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line, they are truly steps beyond convenient. Kirk Morrison, who does pregame and post postgame work uh, on the radio out there in Los Angeles for the Rams. Kirk, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good about yourself, Ethan. I'm doing well. I uh, want to start here with you. The, the Jared Goff decision to go to him at this stage of the season. Did it catch you by surprise at all? Um, I, I guess Case Keenum wasn't thrilled with it. Uh, but, but, the, <laughs> but the Rams haven't been scoring a whole bunch this year, 32 in the league in points per game. So can we really be surprised that, that Jared Goff will get an opportunity at this stage? Yeah, I mean, we're still surprised just because this team is still in playoff contention and playoff uh, in the hunt. And it's kind of reversing course from what Jeff Fisher had said you know, pretty much from the beginning was that, you know, when Jared is ready, we're going to play him. But for the right now, Case Keenum gives us the best chance to win. Now, uh, Case Keenum has done that. I mean, they they had a horrible first game, then they roll off three wins in a row. And then last four games, obviously, they've come down to last possession. It's not like they were blown out or anything. I mean, they, they can change it around. And trust me, if they finish the football games, they win. But they have not. And I think it was it was a point in which it, it just came where a change had to be made. Um, I just thought that they would make it when they were mathematically out of the playoffs. So with them still being in contention, I think this was something that uh, that, that really got me shocked, especially after the game on Sunday when they won nine to six. Fisher said, "Hey, Keenan's still my starter." He even said it, you know, on our ESPN LA studio that he does a, the Jeff Fisher show Monday night. And he said the case is our starter now from Monday night to Tuesday morning. Not sure what happened because he totally reversed course and said that he brought both those guys into his office and said, Hey, I'm going to, got to make a change. So obviously you mentioned cases a little upset by it. And yeah, watching him yesterday at his, uh, at his press conference, you know, after practice, we're all there. You could see how visibly hurt he was. He felt that, you know, basically he said, I, I played as best as I could, but it wasn't all on me. But, you know, quarterbacks, you know, coaches make changes, and that's what uh, Jeff Fisher did. Hey, uh, Kirk, uh, two two guys who could help uh, Jared Goff in different ways. I want to get your thoughts on them. Uh, number one is going to be Todd Gurley, 515 yards rushing, 3.1 yards per carry. What's going on with him? Number two, Aaron Donald. We think he'll be going up against Craig Urbic at, at uh, left guard, which seems to be bad news for Ryan Tannehill. But but tell me about Gurley and, and Aaron Donald. What do you expect from each of them on Sunday? Yeah, well, I expect uh, Ty Gurley to still keep uh, keep working. He had one of his better games last week, and obviously he was a little uh, couple runs that were called back to some holding penalties. But I think this offense may open up a little bit more, maybe spread teams out now because that's what – Jared Goff is used to, you know, Jared Goff is used to in college, you know, spreading teams out with that air raid at Cal under Sonny Dykes. You know, they, they were able to spread guys out so he can see the defense, meaning that he can see where the blitzes are coming from. He can see the stunts up the middle, you know, from the defensive line. He can see where the safeties and the corners are positioned. So you may see more spread. I think with more spread may open up more lanes 
for Todd Gurley because he's honestly just been a guy this year. Not, not the, I mean, we, we, we've been saying here, if you take off Gurley off the back of that jersey and just put just a blank jersey, he does not look like the guy that we saw a year ago. He just looks like a very average running back. But I think it changes now with, with, with uh, Jared Goff now at quarterback. And then your other question uh, about Aaron Donald, hey, I, I played with Craig Irving when we were together over in Buffalo. So, you know, Craig's going to work hard. He's going to try his best. But I tell you this, a lot of teams this year have had a tough time trying to stop Aaron Donald. He's a game breaker. He is a game changer. And uh, no matter what, whoever's going to be out in front of him was going to have their hands full. Oh, sorry about that, Kirk. I apologize. Um, t- taking a look at uh, at the, at the Rams' defense this year, um, they've been good, right? I mean, tenth in the league in points allowed, seventh in the league in yards yeah. allowed. I mean, they've held up their end of the bar. You talk about the the end of games, you know, being a problem there, but they've been yeah. pretty good the entire year. Yeah, you said look, they've held their they, they've done their part, and so when you do your part, that's all you ask is that the other side does their part. But I think also what's helped out the defense as well is their MVP kicker. And we don't talk enough about kicker. I mean, punter, I should say, uh, in Johnny Hecker. And what Johnny Hecker has been able to do is pin teams deep. I mean, he had a 75-yard punt, I believe, last week. You know, just think about how long that is. Someone said, what, 75, sorry, 78. I said 75. I remember it was 78 yards. So that helps out the defense. It's forcing an offense to, you know, have to execute, you know, eight, nine, ten plays. And I kind of laugh about it. I said, you know, for me, when you have to execute nine or ten plays on offense, it's difficult. I mean, it's difficult for me to, you know, parallel part, you know, nine, ten times in a row without my tires hitting the curve. So just understand what an NFL offense has to do against a team that's backed them up. And I think that's what's helped out the defense as well. So you said you were shocked kind of by the decision to start golf. Do you think that comes right. straight from Fisher, or does that come from higher up? Is this a, is this them trying to get a little bit more excitement generated behind the team, uh, considering how low the scoring has been? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I think you look at, like you mentioned, the scoring is down, but also when you look at just the team in general, uh, I mean, you you want to say that your quarterback is ready. You invested a lot in Jared, and I really believe two weeks ago when they had the bye they really had got a good assessment on where Jarrett was at. You know, you wanted this for him to kind of soak the NFL in as far as how to study, how the week goes, what to see, uh, the different defenses. And I think it wanted to be more comfortable for him to open up at home. I thought that that's what they would do. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, they had lost to Carolina. I said, you know what, if I'm going to start Jarrett, the best time will be at home against Miami. Now, look, I'm not saying that Miami's defense isn't going to come after him because I've watched the film and, watch what they did to Philip Rivers a week ago. But I think when you just saw that this team is just so offensively challenged, you would think that they got to make a change to a point where it gives this offense a little bit of a jolt. And I think that's that's probably a decision that came not just from upstairs, but also with the, the coaching staff as well. I think they felt that he was ready enough, and you kind of got to move forward with what you got. Talking to Kirk Morrison here again, You can uh, he, he does the pregame and the postgame out there in Los Angeles. Um, just curious, what what is the reaction to this team been out there this year? They didn't have pro football for so long. Right. Have I mean, has it been what you anticipated in terms of the support? Yeah, all, all the support has been great. I mean, it's been you know a full house, you know, at the LA Coliseum, and <laughs> and even today was was really big out here in Los Angeles because it was the the groundbreaking of the new stadium uh, in Inglewood, which will be 
uh, three seasons from now should open up in 2019. So, you know, a lot of excitement uh, for that as well. When you think about, you know, the commissioner was here, uh, Stan Kroenke, the owner, um, you know, Mayor Butts of Inglewood, he was out, you know, everybody was there. And so you're starting to see that football is back, and now they have a quarterback in Jared Goff who they think will lead them into the future. So everybody's really buying in. The fans have been excited. Um, I, I really believe that you know it's been tough this year because they're sitting at four and five. They win another game this weekend. They're at five and five, and they're still in the thick of the race for one of those wild card spots in the NFC. I just think that they're in a division that Seattle's probably going to run away. But this is L.A. I mean, it's a lot of exciting things. And, Ethan, you know what's going on here as far as the Lakers uh, and the Clippers. So it's some young basketball being played here that's got the city going. And now you get a young football team that's starting to win games. I think it makes for a young, uh, a, a good city, you know, backing its teams. And let alone, hey, the Dodgers even made it to the NLCS. So it's been some good basketball, good football, and good baseball being played so far. Hey, uh, Kirk, to change the subject a little bit, you, you went to San Diego State, is that correct? Yeah, I went to San Diego State. All right, tell me about the running back out there. Is it Donnell Pumphrey? I mean, the guy is, what, he's got 1,600 <laughs> yards, 17? He's he's 300 yeah. yards from, from the rushing record, Ron Dane's rushing record. Uh, I know he's like 5'9", 180, but he's a senior. I mean, that NFL future, What I, I haven't seen this kid. Tell me about it. I see his name on Heisman list. Oh, man, I am so privileged to, on Saturdays, travel and be with my alma mater. Uh, as I'm their color commentator for all San Diego State football. Oh. So I'm college on Saturdays and then okay. NFL on Sundays from uh, the, the with the Rams. So, you know, I'm so lucky to have watched this kid for the last four years. I mean, here's a kid that came in about 5'9", 155, soaking wet, and uh, just all of a sudden just ran, and he was running. I said, wow. This kid's pretty good, and he was the backup his freshman year. Um, then his second year, his sophomore year, uh, one of the, the back who was supposed to he was supposed to share carries was going to be a senior, ended up leaving to go to the NFL, and so he was thrust into a position to be the lead back. All he does as a sophomore is break Marshall Falk's you know single season rushing record, and since then it's he, it's been history. I mean, he's a walking history book right now. He's the leader in active touchdowns, all-purpose yards, everything in college football. And watching him on the verge of breaking Ron Dane's record, I mean, it's just unbelievable to watch him at 5'9", 180 pounds, but he plays so much bigger than that. And he's on everybody's Heisman radar. You know, he's just been named the semifinalist for the Maxwell, the Doak Walker Award. I mean, every award he's up for, and he's definitely earned it. He runs with great power. He's physical. Um, he, he's just, and he's, a, he's just a, a great young man too. And so, you know, we're really, uh, you know, kind of really thinking about. We only got four more games with him. You know, that's the really. He's got two games left in the regular season, the Mountain West Championship game, and then a bowl game, and he'll be playing in the Senior Bowl. But. What an outstanding career, and I've been very privileged to be able to watch him over the last four seasons. All right, that's Kirk Morrison. He does the pregame and the postgame on the Rams. Uh, enjoy the game this weekend. Enjoy uh, watching San Diego State as well. Sound good, fellas. Enjoy the game. And, uh, yeah, I watched a little bit of that Heat game since you teased it a little bit earlier, Ethan. So yeah, I got that out as well. Yeah, catch, catch. <laughs> I, got, I got my NBA league pass going, you know, I, when I'm not watching the I, Lakers and the Warriors. I, I'm, yeah, the Lakers. <laughs> everybody's watching the Lakers and the Warriors these days. The Lakers are the chic, uh, the chic team again. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. Appreciate it, fellas. Have a good one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.